Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry, who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and we have a very special guest. Uh, uh, best friend and good good uh, mm. friend is Larry Collette from uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome, Larry. Uh, Thank you. It's great to be with you. Yeah, good to have mm-hmm. you. Uh, you're there in your beautiful office. He lives in a beautiful home uh, with his wife, Sherry, there in, uh, outside of St. Louis, and we've been there several times. I have a really uh, funny story. <laughs> We, uh, Linda and I visited Larry and Sherry, uh, you know, and so we drive, we drove there and, and uh, go up to the front door and I, I just go to hit the, the uh, doorbell. I didn't hit mm-hmm. the doorbell, I went to hit it and uh, on comes a blaring alarm, uh, gigantic, overwhelmingly, you know, loud alarm and I'm thinking, how did they know that I was going to, you know, I'm here, you know? And, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, Larry didn't know I was there uh, because the alarm was off, was on. Mm. And by that time, and I'm even thinking about hitting the doorbell because, you know, who can hear? So I'm banging on the door. You know, Larry finally comes and said, yeah, we got a problem here. <laughs> uh, and that wasn't easy, Larry, to turn that off, right? <laughs> uh, no, it took about fifteen minutes. Uh, oh no! But uh, needless to say, you and you and Linda entered with a uh, the sound of uh, uh, loud bangs <laughs> and cymbals going off. You you made a grand entrance. They made a grand entrance. We, we They're thought, good at that, thought, right? We thought, how did how did Larry arrange that? You know, that's that's amazing. Yes, that was fun. Um, so, Larry, uh, tell us a little bit uh, about your. Uh, uh, you know, your walk, how many years have been married? Tell us about your kids and your grandkids and, uh, uh, you know, when you came to know Christ and, and then what, what kind of career did you have? Uh, and then we'll get into, you know, we're going to get into hearing God's voice with you. But uh, go ahead and kind of just give us an overview of, of uh, your Christian walk and your career and stuff. Well, sure. Uh, it's a, a, a blessing to be able to, to share uh, and I'll try not to bore you too much with it, but we're, uh, the, the reality is that um, about the age of 11, the Lord uh, came to me in, in a vacation Bible school, uh, which, mm. which occurred because my mother, I think, was anxious to get me out of the house, and she found <laughs> a neighbor who was willing to send her son as well, and the two of us went up there, and the result of that was that I made a decision for the Lord. And mm. um, afterwards, the pastor of the church came to visit me uh, to uh, ask some questions to prepare me for baptism. Uh, my parents were not going to church. And uh, after the visit, the pastor correctly concluded that I probably wasn't ready yet for baptism, uh, that the decision, while real, still needed to be beefed up with uh, more understanding, which occurred three years later. Mm. The 
the important side of that story, however, was the preacher was able to spend time with my parents and through his uh, uh, teaching with them and fellowship, he led them to Christ. And oh, as a result, we became, uh, they became very diligent uh, Christians and our family uh, became a very, uh, the church became the center of our family's activity. And I really grew up uh, in the church at, from that point on. Uh, afterwards, uh, I met my wife. I, I had already known her. We met actually in seventh grade, but we didn't start uh, dating until our uh, the summer be between our freshman and college years, freshman and sophomore years in college. And um, she, uh, we ultimately married, and uh, next month we'll, we'll be celebrating our 59th year of marriage. Oh, congratulations. The, uh, the greatest gift that the Father has given yeah. me <laughs> in my life. I just can't express what a joy she is. And even with some significant health issues that she has, it's, uh, it's still a blessing and an honor, and I consider it uh, nothing, all... all all blessing and uh and if i whatever whatever i have to do uh with her there it's always a joy yeah, so, yeah. she's a, a, a blessing we have three kids 11 grandkids um we uh are pretty close-knit family uh although we also have issues within the family that i think everybody else has uh, but uh, along that walk across, like other families, we ran into issues from time to time. And I recall now uh, in, in certain key cases, whether both in business and in family and other relationships, a strong urging that, uh, that I clearly felt was the father speaking to me to do some things which were uh, clearly the opposite of what other uh, either rulings such as our board of directors at work or uh, even other Christians would have uh, counseled me to do. And they all turned out after a passage of some time to be uh, very insightful, contain a lot of wisdom. Uh, but the reality was it was the exception rather than the rule. It only occurred at a few times. And uh, I think those were the times when the father just said, whether he wants to listen or not, I've got to tell him some things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he just, he, he, uh, he did. But then as time went on, and as I faith, faced a severe, ultimately faced a severe health crisis yeah. about 17 years ago. Yeah. Um, and as we went into some teaching with uh, Rich's ministry at that time, uh, this whole issue of abiding and then hearing from God uh, and hearing out of his word uh, really moved up to a much higher level. Mm. And I remember after getting a, a pretty ugly diagnosis from the medical profession, uh, one night about three in the morning, waking up and crying out to God, uh, and I, and I wasn't crying out of fear. What was interesting is that there was sort of a strange peace there. But the father was, uh, but, but I was asking the father why this was happening. Because it seemed to be contrary to the direction 
that my life that that he wanted me to take in my life in other areas and i won't go into those but but there it was a significant departure from from what i thought he had been telling me before in fact what i knew he had been telling me before and i remember crying out and all of a sudden i began to hear him and in a totally different way hmm. it became real that still small voice began to speak in understandable language I began to immediately write down because it was clearly uh, <clears throat> directly from him. And, and he gave me some insights and he told me not to worry about my health, that he had taken care of it, mm -hmm. uh, that I was going to have to walk through it because I, that was necessary for me to get to the point where he wanted me to go. And it was not only for me, but it was for others to understand that direction as well. Um, that all became clear, but that became the beginning point. And uh, certainly with greater teaching that I received from um, uh, Abide Ministries, from uh, Rich and from others, and then the scriptures just opened up yeah. uh, a plethora of insight. And I began to see what in the, what, you've been studying the Bible for 40 years, Larry, where have you been? <laughs> it's right there. You know? And, and, and so the reality of this and this walk uh, became uh, an integral part of the way Sherry and I began to live. Uh, we began to understand that God really does want to uh, do so many things, protect, heal, give direction, guidance mm. to uh, to allow us to experience life, to uh, to avoid some of the consequences that the world will bring if we stay in that. Uh, all kinds of of uh, reasons why the Lord wants to speak to us and to help us, even in the smallest of issues. And any issue in which God speaks is big. Mm. We tend to measure it by earthly dimensions. But he doesn't. It's anything mm -hmm. that the Father says has uh, significance that's as big as anything we could think of from a worldly perspective. So we have been trying uh, and seeking to live, uh, to abide uh, with with Christ uh, in everything. Uh, have we been successful? No. Uh, there's still. A, a, a battle out there every day. I don't think it's going to go away until I do. And, uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, but it's okay because uh, uh, living by the Spirit, living uh, in the presence of Christ, listening to the Father, uh, adjusting my life to what He says, that's where the richness of life starts pouring in. And, uh, and we're, we're still, uh, that's what we want in everything and every way whether it's health relationships works finances you name it uh, we want to know what the father has to say about it uh, and uh, rather than <clears throat> i shouldn't say rather than because sometimes it's a battle but opposed to what i may think or what others may think uh, or uh, even uh, some of our closest friends or family members may desire father's always right uh, does sometimes it takes some time for that to materialize or to be manifest? Uh, but he always is. Uh, and uh, as I think I heard James Dobson once say, 
the Lord makes sense even when the Lord doesn't make sense. Uh, and, and we found that to be true. So abiding has been very essential. Listening to God is a key point. And whenever I find myself starting to worry, to have some anxiety, I go back and look at the last time I really had spent time with God and I can see a separation in time. Mm. Uh, they're, they, it, they're so closely aligned, it's, I don't even question it anymore. I know what the issues are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and uh, Kathy, uh, uh, Sherry, uh, we've been you know, on, on retreats in Europe and leader retreats and just hang out together. And uh, you know, we, we talk about Linda as, you know, remember I'm married to Lucy Ricardo. Yes. Uh, and uh, well, uh, Sherry is Ethel. Oh <laughs> <That's> no! All... <laughs> so when the two of them get together, it oh, is it is nothing but hilarious. Uh, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, you know, just belly laugh type stuff because of of how the, these two guys have such purity. It's, it's kind of the, the humor is out of purity, mm. and they have such purity and. So, it's so fun. That's so fun. So fun to be part of. And we have, we have Larry, we have just, uh, uh, Linda and I keep talking about the great memories of, of uh, Sherry and you and the fun we had and the laughter we had. And uh, we wish Sherry uh, nothing but the best as she's, you know, going through so we know some physical things. And uh, and uh, the good news is you're still enjoying each other, and, and that's a good thing. And we keep praying for that, and we look forward to, to seeing you. Um one of the things, um, you know, Larry and I have, have co-authored uh, a couple of books, actually, uh, on the kingdom of God uh, mm. that is out. And it's really, it's really good. It kind of pulls a lot of things together about what it means to walk in the kingdom. Um, and uh, just this last year, uh, you know, hey, Larry, what, what's God saying to you? What, what is he, uh, you know, given to you? And he says, well, I've been, I've been working on uh, hearing from God. I mean, he says, I hear, I, uh, he knows that I, he says, I hear from God all the time. I recognize that I need to help people learn what that means. Hmm. Uh, and I said, hey, guess what? <laughs> so have I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, so why don't we, why don't we come together? Uh, we're actually going to tape a course. I think this would be a great course for everybody uh, particularly if they go through abiding once, mm -hmm. and then they follow this immediately with hearing God's voice, which is critical to the abiding piece. Right. And uh, one of the things that people struggle with the most, like it, as soon as they take off with abiding, that's that's the next wall they hit is, okay, am I hearing yeah. him? Is it my voice? Is it his? How do I know the difference? Yeah. And all of these things yeah. that are real questions yeah. that people can, wrestle can through. I, can I really hear God's voice? And, right. you know, and again, the thought of, People who say they hear God's voice, it tends to uh, engender, that seems kind of strange to me, and the way mm -hmm. they do with it seems strange to me, so I, I don't really want to pursue it, but but we uh, you know, we said, oh, no, it's, it's more beautiful than that. So uh, Larry and I um, uh, worked together. Uh, Larry, uh, uh, we, we, we worked an outline together of things that he was doing, I was doing, and then Larry really did the yeoman's work on the scriptural support of that. I added some, but he did, mm, he did the yeoman's work at it. And then we put it together and we taught it. We actually taped it and we're going to have it out as a course here coming up. But, but Larry, um, let's back up a little bit. Um, 
what was it that you started to understand of why this was so critical and why God was calling you to start to put together truth about this that we then could communicate? So what, what triggered that and what do you see about people around you? What do they struggle with about hearing God's voice? Yeah, I, um, you really outlined it correctly. Uh, the Lord really made it clear to me that this issue, in terms of abiding, um, uh, people tend to understand, okay, it's important for me to stay in the presence of Christ mm-hmm. and to walk in his presence. But when it gets down to the specifics, they're lacking they were essentially lacking knowledge and insight into how that works yeah. and and how one uh, can can uh, both uh, begin that experience and live in it. Mm-hmm. And one of the key issues, uh, they didn't have any problems with Bible study because the scripture is one of the key ways in which we hear from God. But, but from that point on, they really struggled. And when it came to this issue of hearing God, uh, which is really an element of prayer, uh, which is a key, another key component of abiding. Uh, when it came to that, this is where I found people really struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I understood that um, because God will speak uh, uh, in, in, a few, in different ways to different people because he knows them uniquely. He created them. He understands what, what will get to their heart uh, and so uh, he may use different methods or di- say different things uh, in different ways because his perfect will for them and his plan for them needs to be unfolded and clearly understood. But this issue of hearing God re- is not taught. I mean, I, I don't think you hear hardly any pastors talk about it, or if they do, it's in very broad general terms. Mm-hmm. And there's reasons for that. Uh, which we won't go into, but the bottom line is you don't throw it out. You don't dismiss it simply because you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the Lord was really telling me, you need to really get in the depth on that in, te- in your teaching and writing. And I had started that uh, to do that. Uh, Rich and I had, uh, we've talked about it in depth a lot of times. Yeah. Part of our uh, the two books we co-authored went into that to some degree, but not to the level the Lord was was really desiring us. So I was starting when Rich said, "Well, you know, I want to. We're we're working on that too. Why don't we work together on that?" Well, that was another answer from the Lord, and and so that's how we got into it. I think what I have found is is that people. are confused uh there are some elements of uh that are taught by certain uh sectors in the christian community that uh that sort of feel that that doesn't happen god doesn't speak Mm. now the scriptures don't say that and and uh, when we go into teaching as we did recently i mean they just they're they're they come out at you. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. it so clear how, how important this is. But there are some uh, that, that that say, no, that was part of the uh, uh, area, the uh, arena in which Christ came to the world. Once he left, uh, that left too. Well, um, so that's confusing. 
I don't know that that's the main one. The other the other reasons are there's there have been abuses. People will abuse uh, this issue of hearing from God and use that as an excuse to either gain followers, to gain, uh, to try to have people listen to them more closely. And when that happens, uh, that really uh, leads people to mm -hmm. think that this may not be reality. Mm -hmm. uh, however, we can get through all that very easily. And, and, and when one begins to really focus on what it means, how you do it, what you should expect, what is necessary to make that hearing complete, then you begin to see, well, wait a minute, living by the Spirit is reality. Um, the kingdom is the ultimate reality. Um, you begin to see that uh, the, the understanding and the uh, acceptance of eternity is really all tied together uh, in allowing the Spirit of God, the Word of God to penetrate our being here, and we can actually become a participant in that process right now uh, and begin it. And therefore, the, trans the translation from worldly existence to eternal living uh, can actually uh, begin now and it's not that it's not anything to be feared in fact it's it's something to look forward to mm, beautiful yeah. yeah and uh as uh i know you've you know you've been uh uh helping people with this um what what is the biggest what you would say roadblock as they they it seems like uh and kathy can you know kind of verify this too is that there are people that say, I would like, I'd like to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I'm afraid of it. Um, and, or I, I'm just, I don't want to be in a position where it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I want to hear God's voice, but it's too much stress to be able to hear God's voice. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, what, what do you see as one of the biggest, you know, just, okay, with people say, okay, I, all, all that you just said, I know. Um, I have, I kind of would like to, but there's still this roadblock. What do you see as the roadblock to them moving into it, which is then what we're gonna, we're gonna help them with in our next uh, session, particularly with you? Well, there are several, but I think the, um, the biggest one is, um, understanding um, when I say the process this is not uh, a works thing you don't do one two three four five automatically it happens um, but but there are components to it and I think understanding those components there, there's just a lack of knowledge period uh, even among people who have studied scripture for years and years and, years, and are very good Christian people. It's it's not an. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily an issue of faith. I think it's understanding how deep our faith can go. Uh, but but aside from that, uh, I think you're right. There's a fear that if we begin to hear from God, we may not like what we hear. <laughs> uh, and and I guess that's a uh, that it, there's two components to that. There's one that it's that I you know we call self. 
that is not wanting to die to self is what mm-hmm. Jesus says, mm-hmm. which really means are we we want to we have to be willing to accept what God says and take whatever we're thinking and just throw it out be, mm-hmm. and with the understanding. Wait a minute, if God wants this, it's got to be so much better. But it, it mm-hmm. takes us a while to get to that point and to be willing to uh, to surrender wholly and completely uh, to that voice when we begin to clearly hear it and understand it. Mm-hmm. So I think self is the biggest issue, at least in my case, I had to get rid of. I'm not sure. It's, well, I am sure. I haven't totally gotten rid of it. No, it still, daily, right? still rears its head at times. Uh, the second one, I think, is just uh, recognizing that when you make a commitment to walk with Christ, to abide in his presence, to listen to him, to adjust your life to what he says, to make it your priority, and then to be obedient to what he says, and to walk with him, because God uh, doesn't usually give us the whole picture at one time, because we can't really handle it. Uh, He wants us, he, he will tell us where this is going, but he still wants us to walk with him step by step. And so to be willing to uh, work and walk and live in that process. And in that process, by the way, we're going to have a lot of things happen that may, that may appear, that may cause, us, cause it to appear that what God said wasn't true. Uh, mm. And th- those are going to happen because of the world, the evil one, uh, and uh, uh, sometimes ourself. Uh, but but those two forces especially are going to do their best to keep us from going in that direction. Yeah. They're opposed mm-hmm. to God. They're fallen. Uh, the evil one has been defeated, but in his mind, this victory occurs when he keeps us from participating in the victory that Christ won for us. Amen. So I think those are the biggest things of fear uh, mm-hmm. that uh, it may not uh, be what we want, failure to surrender, and then... Uh, a willingness to follow regardless of obstacles. I think those are the two yep. big issues that have that, yep. that, that keep us from moving deeper. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Thank you so much for uh, you know sharing uh, and so clearly putting <laughs> putting it on mm-hmm. the table uh, the truth of all this. So uh, we want to have you back for next week, and we want to get into uh, okay, uh, how do we overcome that fear and begin the process to pursue hearing God's voice, knowing that we actually will hear God's voice. And what does that look like? And we'll have you share, you know, some of your stories. So Larry, thank you so much. And uh, we will look forward to uh, having you continue this discussion uh, next week. And uh, Father, we just praise you for Larry and thank you for his uh, joy, his love, his learning, his truth, his ability to express it. Uh, We just pray that you continue to bless him, bless and Sherry, and that we continue to uh, live it and give it away. And thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions from today's podcast, be sure to send them in at questions at abideministries.com. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.